more about our host, O.J. Tokes, please visit his website, ojtokes.com. That is O-J-T as in Tom, O-K as in Kite, S as in Steve.com, ojtokes.com. Welcome again to the While You Are Single podcast and enjoy the show. Here is O.J. Tokes. Welcome again to the While You're Single podcast. Happy New Year. I pray and I agree with you that this will be your best year yet. Usually every year, for a lot of single individuals, it's a time to hope that relationships will happen, especially for those that want to be in a relationship. There is the hope that every time a new year comes, that the new year will be the opportunity for doors to be open for them to find the love of their lives. Maybe you're listening right now and perhaps you've been married before or maybe you have never been married. Maybe you want to get married again or you want to get married for the first time. Better still, for the only time. Whichever case, God is willing and able to help you with that quest. So be encouraged. Continue to trust God regardless of how long you've been waiting. It's not over until God says it's over. God is for you. God wants the best for you. Be encouraged and trust him that he is working out things behind the scenes for your benefit. If you have been serving God for a while or maybe just recently, if you've been trusting God, praying to him, be encouraged. It's just a matter of time. If you're trusting God for inmates, trusting God to help you find the love of your life. It's just a matter of time. Nevertheless, if that has not been the case, if you've tried to make things happen, while God is willing and able to help you get into a a healthy relationship, uh, there might be some adjustments that you need to make. Uh, It's to your benefit that you are soft and pliable in God's hands and allow him to make those adjustments so that He's able to bless you with whomever he has for you. I want us to go to a story that can be applied to your situation. A story that I think is very relevant. A story that can be used to look at our situations, look at your situation, and encourage you in your next go-around toward relationships. This story is in Matthew chapter 14, verses 22 to 32, Matthew 14, and it's a a popular story. You're probably familiar with it. If not, I'm going to give you an overview of what the story is about. Basically, it talks about how Jesus walked on water, that story, and I'm going to paraphrase the whole story. This happened after he had performed a miracle. He just fed 5,000 people. At least he fed 5,000 men without counting women and children, so it's probably more than 5,000 people there. And um, he put the disciples in the boat, and he went away. While the disciples were on the boat, uh, unfortunately, the water was contrary. There was uh, winds and storms, and they were scared. And um, the Bible says around the fourth watch, which is equivalent to, I believe, around 4 a.m. in the morning, they saw Jesus walking on water, and they were afraid. They thought it was a ghost, and they screamed, and they said, it's a ghost. And Jesus told them not to be afraid that it was him. When he said that, Peter then said, If it is you, Lord, tell me to come to you on the water. And Jesus said, Come. And Peter stepped out of the boat 
and walked on the water to go to Christ. Unfortunately, he saw the wind was contrary. It was boisterous. Uh, the storms were coming up and he got scared and he began to sink and he cried out to the Lord to save him. And Jesus stretched and caught him and said, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And Jesus brought him back into the boat. Now you might be saying, okay, what does that have to do with me having an opportunity to get into a successful relationship? What does that have to do with me get into a relationship again? Well, relax. I'm going somewhere with this, okay? Um, in our everyday language, in our era, perhaps you're familiar with this phrase. We are in the same boat. We are in the same boat. What exactly does that mean? It means we are in the same predicament. We are dealing with the same circumstances. We are dealing with the same situation. So the boat in our time often is a metaphor for a situation, a predicament, a circumstance. With that in mind, I would like you to look at the boat as singleness. Okay? So you are in the boat called singleness. You are in a situation, a predicament. Your prevailing circumstances is your single life. So I want you to see the boat as singleness. Unfortunately, a lot of people see marriage as stormy. Uh, with that in mind, I want you to see the water as a marriage. As long as Jesus is on top of that marriage relationship, regardless of what happens, you are going to be fine. But I want you to see the marriage as the water, as the sea, so to speak. So here it is. Peter is in the boat and he tells Jesus, if it is you, tell me to come. And he steps out into the water. He steps out onto the water. You might be like Peter. You were in a boat called singleness. You were single. And you felt like God gave you a word. God gave you an impetus. He inspired you. He encouraged you to step out into a relationship. So you stepped out of the boat of singleness onto the water of a relationship. And perhaps you ended up getting married ultimately, or maybe you are on the way to getting married. And like a lot of relationships, a lot of marriages, the first step into it often is successful. By first step, I'm talking about perhaps the first time you saw him or her, perhaps the first date, perhaps the wedding, perhaps the first part of your courtship or marriage. Perhaps, I know for some people, it's not as rosy, but sometimes, you know, the first part of it might be the realization that there's somebody that is interested in you and you're interested in them and things are working fine. But unfortunately, like Peter, as you took another step into the relationship, as you made more progress into the marriage, you began to sink and you began to sink more and more. The more the relationship went further, the more the marriage went further, you began to sink and you could have drowned had you not cried out to God who stretched and caught you. You could have drowned. Maybe you didn't even cry out to him, but he caught you anyways and saved you from that marriage and saved you from that relationship and brought you back into the boat, which you are in right now. You are back in the boat of singleness. Despite the pain you went through in that relationship, despite the pain you went through in the marriage, despite the fact that you could have drowned, despite the fact that you were under you are going under. The relationship almost took you out. There's still a fire. There's still a flicker in your heart to get back on the water again. There's still a flicker. There's still a longing to find a relationship. There's still a longing to get married again. 
and God is willing and able to fulfill that desire in your heart. He wants to release you and allow you to get back on the water of successful relationships. But before he lets you get back on the water again, he wants to make sure that this time around you don't go under it, you stay on top of it. And in order for that to happen, he needs to give you some guidelines. I believe that there are 10 things, at least 10 things that he's going to tell you to ensure that when you get back on the water again, you're not going to go under, you're going to stay on top. And I'm going to tell you these 10 things from the story. So let's look at the story more closely to get nuggets that will help you and I stay on top of relationships. We're going to look at Jesus because he's our example. And we're going to look at the story as a whole to draw nuggets. Let's begin. Number one, before he releases you again to get back in the relationship, the first thing he's going to tell you, I believe, can be derived from the beginning of the story, which is in Matthew 14, verse 22. We're looking at Matthew 14, 22 to 32. Matthew 14, 22 says, Immediately he put the disciples in the boat. Just want you to understand that you are in the boat called singleness. And there is a purpose and there is a time and there is a season for you to be where you are right now. The Bible says he put them in the boat and told them to go to the other side. There is a purpose in your singleness. Okay, He put them in the boat to go to the other side. He wasn't going to catch them later. Then he dismissed the crowd and the Bible says he went up to the mountain to pray Matthew 14 23 number one pray pray Christianity 101 relationships 101 pray praying for a mate or praying for someone to marry is more effective than praying on someone to marry let me say that again. Praying for someone to marry is more effective than praying on someone to marry. Praying, P-R-A-Y-I-N-G, for someone to marry is more effective than praying, P-R-E-Y-I-N-G, on someone to marry. Chasing God for a mate is more effective than chasing a mate for yourself. You might be disappointed a lot. You might end up under the water a lot. So I want to encourage you to cultivate a life of prayer, the essence of which is cultivate your relationship with God. Number one, pray. Number two, the Bible says, he went to the mountain to pray. And in the evening, he was alone. Number two, learn to be alone. Learn to be alone. In order for Jesus to be alone, he did two things that were very significant. Number one, he dismissed the crowd. And number two, 
he put the disciples in the boat and told them to go to the other side ahead of him. In other words, there are like two kinds of people that you deal with in your life. For you to be alone, you have to dismiss the crowd and you have to tell people that are like community to you, people that are close to you, like the disciples were to Christ, peace, see you later. I'll catch you guys later in order for you to be alone. The crowd are people that are crowding you. They're only around you for what you can do for them. Remember that this story of Jesus walking on the water was preceded with him feeding the 5,000. A lot of times the multitude came to Jesus not because they cared about him, but because of what he could do for them. They came to him because of the miracles he performed, because he fed them and because he healed them. They really didn't care too much about him. The people in your life that are around you just because of what you can do for them, they are the crowd. You need to dismiss those people and people that are close to you, that fellowship with you, that commune with you, that live life with you, that are dear to you, those sometimes you have to tell them, you know what, I'll catch you later so that you can be alone and cultivate point number one, which is pray to God. Dismiss the crowd from your life. The crowd are people like this. According to John Maxwell, I like this quote. He said, in prosperity, your friends know you. In adversity, you know your friends. The people that are with you during the tough times, those are friends. And even them, there's a time you tell them, I'll catch you later. But the crowd, you dismiss. Learn to be alone. You might say, but Tokes, in Genesis chapter 2, verse 18, didn't the Bible say it is not good for man to be alone? I've heard that. And unfortunately, I have misquoted that scripture so many times. I want to give a credit to Dr. Miles Monroe, a powerful preacher, speaker, lecturer, pastor who has contributed invaluably to all kinds of ministries, to leadership, to churches, to nations, including singles ministries. He said a lot and he brought my attention to something about that verse that I never really considered until I investigated it personally. Not too long ago, Genesis 2.18, I have been misquoting that scripture. I've always thought that it said, it is not good for man to be alone. But what did it actually say? Find out next week in the While You Are Single podcast. Thank you for listening. Happy New Year again. And looking forward to talking to you next week. Take care and God bless. While You Are Single podcast, we hope that you were informed, inspired, and impacted. O.J. Tokes has written a life-changing book titled Rejected for a Purpose, How God Uses Rejection to Help You Find and Fulfill Your Destiny. If you would like to learn more about the book, please visit ojtokesministries.org. That is ojtokesministries.org. Like Christian inspirational hip hop, check out OJ Toke's Christian inspirational hip hop album, A Breath of Fresh Air, which is now available on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and other music outlets. You can also learn more about his music by going to ojtokesministries.org. Thanks again for listening to the While You Are Single podcast, which OJ Tokes presents weekly, every Monday.
this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share with your friends and join us again next Monday. Until then.